What's up, buddy? We haven't done this in a while. No, it's... You know what? I can't even remember the last time we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, guys. Welcome back to On the Volley. Matt and Jeremy with you again. Uh, just a disclaimer here. Um, I'm going to let Matt do most of the talking today just because I... I'm actually pretty sick, so he's going to carry the load today, but I'll talk a little bit, but not as much as normal. So, Matt, what do you want to start out with? Well, first, <laughs> let me let me go into saying, if, if Jeremy does not do well in his picks or fantasy soccer, he is not going to be blaming it on, on his cold that he has, so... Let's, let's just add that. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I was actually... Okay. I was actually telling you before, I, I, I actually feel okay, but it's yeah. just the cough. It's, yeah, we've... Yeah, it, we've all been there, and it's, it's no fun. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So I want to get this out of the way now. Um, so I want to get I want to get your thoughts on the Milwaukee Wave signing of Joey Capinos. I think it's great. Um, you know, here's the thing: Rafa obviously has done amazingly well. Um, you know, unfortunately, he's with down the last what two weeks <coughs> and that ice hole just hasn't been what we thought he was going to be um we know he's a great keeper but he just for whatever reason hasn't really been up to par so I think it's a great signing for Milwaukee um, we all know what Joey did, what was, what, two years ago? Uh, he, no, was it last year? No, two years ago. Yeah, I think it was two years ago. I think you're right. Because last year, Milwaukee won. Baltimore didn't win last year. Yeah, you're right. right. Yep. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I I mean to to kind of go with what you were saying, I mean Joey Capinos is a, a, a tested goalie. He yeah came in he came in late in that season, and and helped Baltimore to the the championship game, and then uh, William Vanzella took over um, against Monterey. Um, well. Eh. Let me ask you this, because I talked to my good buddy Adam about this, and we both agreed that, you know, you don't sign a guy like Joey if you don't intend on playing him. So, you would think you might see him the rest of the way if the injury to Rafa is significant. Yeah, I think, yeah. 
I, I think depending on the extent of uh, Rafa's injury, um, we'll see a lot of Capinos. Um, yeah, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what what happens with that. And I mean, you still have Josh Lemos kind of lurking. Um, I, I mean, well, he's not ready right now, but but he wants what if to April, be ready for What if the April rolls around? He wants to be ready for the playoffs. So. Yeah. So what if April rolls around? I mean, you've got Josh Lemos, Joey Capinos, Rafa Diaz. I mean, <laughs> pick the poison. It, it's it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Milwaukee Wave. Um, well, well and and you and I talked about yesterday too. What does Milwaukee do next year? Because do you keep Capinos or Yeah, I, I mean it, it's gonna it's gonna depend on the, the rest of the season going forward. Um I I kinda honestly don't see Capinos as being like a rental goalkeeper. No. Like I'm I'm very, very surprised that he is not starting anywhere in this oh, league. You and me both I mean He's probably one of the top goalies that are not playing up until this point right now. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I mean, that's... It, it's good for Milwaukee to, to sign a, a, a goalie like that because I, I just did my um, <coughs> In the Box episode and that was the only thing that... Like Milwaukee is suspect in goal right now. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean it, it's it, up in the air. Well, to be fair though, it's really, really difficult to replace a guy like Josh. Um, and you got to give all the credit in the world to Rafa because he's done really, really well. It's just yeah. the last the last couple of weeks he's gotten injured. So yeah. and we've and we've seen with with an injured Rafa Diaz, an injured Josh Lemos. I mean, yeah, Milwaukee is missing him dearly. I mean they they lost to to Harrisburg and they lost to to Kansas City. Well, um, and I I said you know. I don't have anything against Matt Icehold. I just—he's not what we expected him to be. Um, and I don't—I I think it's a lack of experience. Like yeah. I think he's a good goalkeeper, but he—we don't see him well, that it's, often. It's—it's—it's it's, it's quite similar to the. NFL, right? If if you have a good starting goalkeeper, you don't see the backup. Or, uh, sorry, if you have a good starting quarterback, you don't see the backup very often, and it's it, it's very similar in the NFL. Like you know, you see teams like if they have back-to-back games, yeah, you might see the keepers rotate a little bit, but it really doesn't happen often. And 
quite frankly, before the signing, <coughs> I'm sorry, before the signing of Capino's, you know, I I thought for sure we would bring up Matt Walmer because he, I'm telling you, the guy is huge. Yeah. He's a giant. Um, but I, I mean, know, I, I don't I, know how he is as a keeper because he wasn't really tested against Rochester, but, um, you know, I thought he might be a viable option. I mean, but I mean, who would you rather have in goal? I mean, I would rather. Well, have no, absolutely. Goal. You don't. Yeah, pass but up, I know what you're saying. You don't pass up the opportunity to get a guy like. Joey and I actually messaged him this morning and I said welcome to Milwaukee and I said you don't realize what a big difference you're going to make for the wave but I will say this it doesn't matter who you have in goal if you don't play defense and that's been suspect for the wave as of late so I mean well, maybe they should. Maybe they should sign his brother. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's. It, it, I know it's meant to be a joke, but but in know. reality, I mean, they're both amazing players. So I yeah. mean, no, they are. Um, you know, I I was quite frankly um, a little surprised because I thought with. Milwaukee being so suspect defensively, I thought maybe they would be a little bit more active here in the course of the training deadline, but you know, so far only one siding, which was Joey, so um, you know, I think we have to get better defensively. We've talked about it all year. Um, the Wave obviously can score goals, but we saw it against Kansas, Kansas City. I mean, if, I think we had a 7-2 to two lead at one point, and we ended up losing 9-7, to seven, I believe it was. No, I'm sorry, 9-8. to eight. And you just, you're not going to win games when you do that. You're not going to beat teams like... Kansas City and Harrisburg when you have the lead and you don't keep the lead. It's just it doesn't work. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So as much as I'm impressed with the signing of Joey, I think if, if we continue to see suspect defense, it really doesn't matter who you have in the net. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So let's. I think. No, I go think ahead. We have to do a little bit of recapping, don't we? Because there's a lot we haven't talked about. We can. I, I don't have any of the the scores or anything. So if we want to do like a team that impressed us and a team that didn't impress us. Yeah, I I can do that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um. Well, I gotta I gotta be honest with you. I just got done mentioning them. Um. I was impressed with Harrisburg. Um, 
you know, it's, it's, Harrisburg is for real. Um, they really are. They played well against Kansas City, and unfortunately, it's a really, really bad way to lose. But, you know, unfortunately, that's the way the ball bounces, and they lost with 0.3 seconds on the clock. Um, you know, and then they turn around and face a really good Milwaukee team, and they're down by three at halftime, and they come back to win. I mean, how can you not be impressed with that? And well, okay, funny you mention Harrisburg. I, I'm going to disagree <laughs> with you slightly. I mean, the way they came back against Milwaukee after losing the way they did against Kansas City and then losing to St. Louis. Well, yeah. I mean that is... I mean they could have gone they could have gone 0 and 3 on this road trip. Well and they knew I mean they knew going in that Baltimore was like right there. And and to be fair, they probably should have. Um you know Milwaukee kind of screwed the pooch on that one and you know it is I don't know if if I'm Baltimore seeing Harrisburg almost go over three to three teams that they could beat I mean I would say out of those three teams obviously Milwaukee's the toughest team and they <coughs> um, they won they won that game so um, but if I'm Baltimore I'm thinking you know what we might be in good shape here yeah I, I, I think when it boils boils down to it I mean we, we talk about Harrisburg and Baltimore I, I mean I think <laughs> It's going to be coming down to those two teams. And, I mean, a key game is going to be coming up Saturday, and we're going to get yeah. to that later um, when yeah. Harrisburg and Baltimore play for the second time. It's it's going to come down to those games. I mean, and that Milwaukee game, you look at it, and you think, is it Harrisburg being that good, or is it... Milwaukee falling apart and giving the game to Harrisburg. Well, I and I, I, and I, and I, 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 I can answer say that. that. I, I hate to say that, but I mean, think about this. You're you're up four to one, and as soon as your your keeper goes down, you fall apart. So I, I I'm pressed to say that if Rafa Diaz doesn't go down in that game. Harrisburg doesn't come back in the game. I I just the whole complexion of that game changed when Rafa Diaz took that injury. Uh, here here's the thing. I I'm gonna say I think it's more <coughs> Harrisburg being good. They showed I mean they showed us what they are capable of doing. Now, they came back against... Here's the thing. With Harrisburg, you hear a lot of people saying, oh, 
Well, six of their wins are against Rochester. That's true, but they've also come really close to beating Utica on three different occasions. They beat beat Baltimore at home. They could have won against San Diego. (coughs) So they're in really, really close games. And I think it's a tribute to, to Pat Healy. Like keeping well, them, absolutely keeping uh, them motivated absolutely. and absolutely. they don't they don't back down. Yeah, no, they don't. And I think, you know, like you said, um Saturday is going to tell us a lot. Just like Sunday is going to tell us a lot about Milwaukee. Because if Milwaukee can beat Florida, who is obviously the cl- class of the East, I think if you have Joey Capito's in there and Joey plays a good game and Milwaukee is able to beat Florida, I think if you're a Milwaukee fan, you have to be feeling really good going into the playoffs. Yeah, you've given up a couple games that you really shouldn't have. But, again, it comes down to, I think, you know, when Rafa Diaz goes down, Ricky's not able to play. We just don't have a capable backup until right now. And, again, that's nothing against Matt Isom. I like that. He's a good guy. But I, I just don't think he has the experience to carry a Milwaukee team throughout the playoffs when you're undoubtedly going to be looking at facing ultimately three good teams in the in the East, possibly four. I mean, if you think about it, any one of these four <coughs> four teams in Harrisburg, Baltimore, Utica, or Florida, they could easily be in the championship come the end of the season. Um, you know, it, it's so if I'm Milwaukee and I'm able to get past a Florida team that's only lost on what one one occasion this year, um, you know, I I feel pretty good. But going back to Harrisburg, I I think I come down to, to Saturday. You know, if they beat. Baltimore, I say, okay, we're probably looking at a playoff team here. If they fall to Baltimore, I say, hey, I think Baltimore takes that fourth spot. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I mean, Saturday Saturday is going to be huge. Now, the, the two teams play <laughs> against each other two more times this season. So, I, I've said, <laughs> if the teams split... Let's say, for example, Baltimore wins both games at home, and Harrisburg wins both games at home. Yeah, I still think I still think I give the edge to Baltimore. Um, I think I think it would be a hard press not to. Yeah, because they play Orlando and Rochester a few more times this season. Meanwhile, Harrisburg gets Utica. Yeah, and so I, I, I think. 
I think for Harrisburg to, to get that fourth playoff spot, they're going to have to win three out of the four games. And that means winning one yeah. in Baltimore. And I, I don't see that happening to me. Truthful with you. They um, can. They have the capability of doing it. Whether or not they will, I don't. I don't see it. But they definitely can. I'm going to ask you first about your disappointment because I'm going to see if we both agree on this because um, I think we might. Um, well. I'm I'm kind of thinking about it right now after I mean you could look at any of like the the three through eight of the Western Conference I mean does does any one of those teams want a playoff spot right now I I mean Um, you know it's I don't think so, to be yeah, honest. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I thought Mesquite would have a better showing. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I, obviously, if you're Monterey and you're San Diego, you pretty much know that, you know, it's, I don't want to say it's an easy run in the playoffs, but at this point, it kind of is because yeah. ultimately it's going to come to, down to this and I think we both can agree to this I, I think it's going to come down to Monterey and San Diego in that Western Conference final and whoever wins that game will play one of four teams in the East yeah, but whoever. I, I, I mean, I, yeah, whoever comes out of there is eventually going to lose to Utica in the final. So, I mean, it's well, mostly, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, you know <laughs> me, I hate to agree with you, but I, I, I kind of have to agree with you. I think, you know, Florida is impressive. I mean, I'll, I'll give them that, but it's it's very hard to root against. Utica at home and you know you look at Milwaukee who was undoubtedly dominant at home last season and they're 4-3 so yeah Uh, but I mean if if you want me to narrow it down to one team I'm going to say Tacoma I mean yeah you, you come off a victory over Monterey and you've got playoff aspirations you've got the western conference wide open what better way to make a statement than to win well, at home against against harrisburg <laughs> who had to fly across the country to play one game and they almost won i mean they did come back at the end well eventually but, losing 11 to 10 but what have i said about it uh Tacoma all season. I've said to you, they're too inconsistent for me to to get on board with them. That that being said, I think just because of the way the Western Conference is, I think they'll make the playoffs, but I don't think they'll go anywhere in the playoffs. 
you know, we it's I mean the team that I thought would run away with the Western Conference well, okay, not necessarily run away with, but at least be in the mix, might not even make the playoffs this year, which is crazy to think about if you really think about it. Yeah, it's it's complete. It's night and day when it comes to the, the playoff hunt right now. I mean, you're looking at the Eastern Conference. You've got three teams that are sitting pretty right now, and then you've got Harrisburg, Baltimore. I would even throw maybe Kansas City in the mix. Um, I mean, if you were to ask me who I'm more impressed with, moderator Flodi, it's not even close at this point. I I would take Florida in a heartbeat because Mana Ray is not that impressive. Well, they, I'm going to play devil's advocate. If if you were to ask me, well, I, I let me back up. So I did my power. I did power rankings today on my in the box. What one through five? Yeah. I did. I put Florida at the top on a neutral yeah. field. I think Florida would beat Monterey. But with that being I, said, if you were to ask me who I'm more impressed with, I'm going <laughs> to say Monterey. Like Florida came in with all of these amazing players. They signed 12 new players. They got Gordy Gerson, Ricardo Cavallo. They got all of these like big name goal scorers. So, yeah. you, so you knew that Florida was going to be something special. Monterey, like they I, lost, I, I, they I lost the Taiyu brothers. They, I, I mean, that right there kind of put me at like, okay, well, they're going to be a playoff team, but they're only going to win fourteen or fifteen games. Yeah, I disagree with you because I think. And we talked about this in our preview way before the season started. We said, we have no idea how this Florida team is going to be because, yeah, you have all these good players, but if they don't gel, it means nothing. And, you know, credit to Clay Roberts, who has really made them gel, but it, it's it's just one of those things that you know, I, I I can't say that I knew for a hundred percent fact that Florida was going to be a good team because if if Florida doesn't gel the way that they have, you know, we could be looking at the biggest flop in the MASL. <laughs> uh, okay. And. Don't give it wrong. I'm, I'm not saying that I think Monterey is not impressive. I'm just saying if I had to choose who was more impressive, I would have to say Florida because, you know, you're looking at a Florida team that is what I believe they're what is it? Four, I think it's 14-1. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. I, and you're and, looking at a moderation that lost you to the coma. Yeah, and that's and that's the reason why, and like I said it, in the box, <laughs> I, I put Florida ahead of Monterey because of the loss each the team had. Florida lost against Milwaukee, and Monterey lost on the road against Tacoma. So I, I think... If you were to tell, ask me who the better team was, I would say Florida. But the team that's most impressed me the most right now is Monterey. Um, based well, on, I mean, based on the fact that, and I mean the other, the other thing you have to think too is, and I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Um, the other thing too is, whoever has that higher seed in that Western Conference. If it comes down to a championship game, would get home field advantage. So, do I think Florida would beat Monterey in Monterey in a Golden Gold situation? Probably no. Not. No, absolutely not. No. If if you're talking, if you're talking, I think, and I said this, I think if you were to put Monterey in Florida. In 10 games, I think Florida would win six out of the 10. I mean, that's how close, that's how close I think these two teams are. But, I mean, that's, I'm, well, right. right now I'm but, more impressed with But let's think about this. Let's think about this, though. If you're looking at a championship, uh, uh, best of three championship series, it's it really doesn't matter who had the best record in the regular season because it really if one team wins one game each, then you're looking at a game that really comes down to one goal. So yeah, I I I agree with you. <clears throat> I think Florida wins 60% out of 100, but if it comes down to a golden goal situation in Monterey, I'm going to take Monterey every time. That, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm on board with you. I, I think, like, I, that's why I said, if you were to put these two teams, and I, I threw out Kansas City as an example, <laughs> if you put those two teams on the field in Kansas City, I think Florida would win six out of ten times. Yeah, so. I agree. All right. So, let you want to do picks now? <coughs> Whatever you want. All right. To do. Well, let's do let's do picks. We'll make this uh, a quick episode. We'll get. We'll get better and, and, and next yeah, week we will. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay. All right. So last week we didn't do picks, of course, because we didn't do our thing. So yeah. I've, yeah. Had, I've had a week to, to reflect, and, and this week yeah. I'm going to give the best picks I possibly can. So, well, don't you don't you do that every week? I try to. Usually it's Hannah that does all the good picks. Yeah. But this week it's me. I'm right. Okay. 
We'll see. I mean, right. if I remember correctly, it, it was you that guaranteed a Raw Touchdown win that didn't happen. I, I know. And, and, and so, they so, were close. They were close for a little bit, and then they just. Please don't get me going on Rochester. <laughs> so let me ask you this: since we're on the topic, okay. Now that now that your guaranteed win turned into a loss, how do you think Rochester finishes? I still I, think I I still think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna win one, and from from what I've been looking at their schedule, they do play Orlando. Yeah, I mean. I, that, that's de- definitely a winnable game, for sure. So, um, I mean, being being at the Unity game on Sunday, I, and I was telling uh, the, the Keeper's Corner podcast, I said, if Rochester plays an entire game like they did the first five minutes of the third quarter, they would win, they would be able to win games. Well, and I told you the last time we did a podcast, I said, you know, even when they played Milwaukee, I said I was impressed with them. Um, You know, I think we're starting to see progressive improvement from Rochester. And I know a lot of people are going to say, well, how can you say that with the score lines? But what people don't have, what pe- people need to realize, and I'm saying this from a coach's perspective too, it's not always about the score line. You know, I I look I look more at you know how how are they playing, and you're seeing seeing them really make strides week after week. I mean, if you <coughs> if you look at that game against Milwaukee, they played reasonably well the first half. Even in the third quarter, they played reasonably well. Um, they gave up nine goals in the fourth quarter. So, it's. I yeah, think it's it it's going to be a long season for Rochester, and, and I mean, with a negative, I think it was a <laughs> negative one hundred and twenty three goal differential. I mean, we all saw it coming. We yeah. knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but they did show in that first uh, <laughs> first five minutes of the third quarter, they did show that they have the potential. It's putting I... it together in a full sixty minute match. I certainly don't want to see them go only 24. Um, I don't think anybody does, quite frankly. It's just, you know, you would, you would hate to see a team like them go win this in a season. But, you know, it's 0-24, yeah, that's bad, and... and... No one wants that, but you're still like fifth in attendance. Yeah, I mean, Probably. so so 
Soccer Sam is doing something right. Well, He's no, kept his it, fan base excited it, about the game, it, and and they people keep coming to the games. I keep going to the games, so. I think he's done a remarkable job with showing the fans, you know, we have a lot of work to do, but we'll get there if you stick with us. Yep. And, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, so I think that, and I've said this to you, numerous amounts of times I think in the next two or three years you might see Rochester in the playoffs I I would not I would not be at all surprised yeah and, and that's and that's something that's definitely a, a possible thing so I mean it'll, it'll be good <laughs> to see what happens year two of Rochester okay so let's get into picks so tomorrow night there's a game which is crazy but um, it's one of the games of the week Uh, San Diego hosts Baltimore Uh, you know it is at this point Baltimore knows that their season is I don't want to say hanging in the balance but it, it, it really kind of is so if I'm Baltimore, I know if I'm going to make the playoffs, this is a game that I really have to have. That being said, I don't think it's really difficult to bet against San Diego at home. Um, you know, they play really well at the Bertoga Arena. Um, and I think that continues I I don't see Baltimore winning this game I don't by any means think it's going to be a runaway but I think it really de- depends on how how San Diego does d- defensively at home because <coughs> um, you know you just can't give up goals guys like Tony Donatelli and Vinny Dantas and you know you also have Victor Fred and you have a great goalkeeper in William Benzella so I wouldn't be surprised if Baltimore won the game but I don't think it's going to happen so therefore I will take San Diego well we are one and one in agreeing I'm taking the Sackers as well um Baltimore is okay on the road, um, but we've seen them lose <laughs> two games against Utica, a game against Florida. Yeah. Also lost once against Orlando in Orlando. So yeah, I, I'm not gonna say like, oh, they're they're awful on the road and they can only win at home. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. What I I just see San Diego. I mean, they came off a. Oh, a road trip that no one wants to go on. I mean... And I think they only lost, what, one game? Two games? No, they went three and three. They they beat Baltimore. It, it's weird. They went one and one on each of their road trips. They beat Baltimore. 
Or wait. That's, no, that's they right. lost to Baltimore. They lost to Baltimore. They beat Harrisburg. Yeah. yeah. They beat Harrisburg, Orlando, and that's Sonora. Right. Yeah, yeah. They lost to Baltimore, Florida, and uh, Monterey. Yeah. So they went three and three. And, and I think for a road trip like that, I think it's good. Um, they had their chance against Monterey. They could have won that game. Um, yeah. But the other two games, yeah, they, they lost pretty – it was – like the game against Florida was, well, was a tough one for them. And I think, you know, it's – you're asking a team to do a lot when you're asking them to play six in a row on the road. Yeah. It's just – it. I could not believe the scheduling when I saw it. But, you know, like you said, circumstantially, to go three and three is actually really good for San Diego. Yep. And and I I just, I, I think San Diego hasn't really shown its full potential yet. No. Um, and I, I think know, Baltimore, I think they want to avenge that loss in Baltimore, and I, I, I think they will. Well, so I will take and, San Diego as well. And, you know, here's the thing. I think we've talked about it all year up until now because we haven't really had the chance to talk about him very much because of the injury, but you're starting to see Craig Childs being the old Craig Childs. And, you know... I think since that's happening, you know, it's how can you really bet against San Diego going on in the season? It, it's they're such a good team, and I think you know if, if I'm Baltimore, it, it's consider myself lucky that I beat them at home because I I don't see that happening at all. In San Diego. Right. Okay. So we have one game on Thursday. Yep. Uh, this game is near and dear to my heart. Um, as I will be in attendance at the Mesquite Arena as the yes. Outlaws face Utica City. Well, you know how much I love Mesquite. But again, it's hard for me to bet against Utica. I'm going to take Utica just because I think when you look at Utica and you look at who they have and the way that they played so so far this season, it's it's hard for me to bet against them against a Mesquite team that you know, quite frankly, last weekend wasn't that impressive. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, uh, I'm taking Utica, of course. Um, I, I think Utica is a very, very physical team. Um, but I also <laughs> think they're, I mean, yeah, they, they scored 10 goals against Rochester, but I, I think you're starting to see more offense coming from Utica and that's that's something that they they need I think um so well to be fair most teams score 10 goals against Rochester 
Right. Uh, but, I mean, you, you look at they scored eight against eight or nine against Baltimore. They've they've put up pretty good. I mean, I, I think you're going to see more goals out of Utica City. No, I I'm as, not as the season goes on, you, and that's something no, they, they need. I'm not disagreeing with you. Uh, oh, I know. I'm I know. just saying. Yeah, it's just ten goals against Rochester. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're looking at a hundred twenty-three goal differential for Rochester. So. Right. Yeah. But regardless of that, I I still think Utica pulls this one off. Um, yes, I I do agree with you, Howard. Wholeheartedly. All right. So the next night, we go 20 minutes back west, and Utica faces the Dallas Sidekicks. You know, I I want to root for Dallas just because uh, I have a soft spot for Dallas. I don't know why, but I do. But again, it. <coughs> It really comes down to what Dallas team are we going to get? Because if we get the Dallas team that we know that can can compete, it might actually get a game. But if we get a team that lays an egg like they sometimes do, I think Utica runs away with this game. Either way, I'm taking Utica on the road in Dallas. Um... Again, the outcome really depends on what um, sidekick team shows up because if they compete, it'll be close. If not, it'll be a runaway win for Utica City. Um, normally, Dallas does well against teams that are on the second part of a back-to-back. Yeah. We saw that with Kansas City. The thing with Mesquite and Dallas, they're two teams with a lot of inexperienced rookies. Yes. So, you look at the inexperience of Mesquite and Dallas versus what Utica has. I mean, most of the guys have been playing since the days of Syracuse. So, well, I think the I think the experience of Utica will prevail, and they will uh, win in Dallas. Do you think it'll be a close game? I don't. I don't see it. No, I don't. I I would say if if you were going to ask, I would say like ten to four. Yeah, I would. I would tend so, to. That, I mean, that's. And I think I think the Mesquite game's gonna be like three or four goals. But we'll see. <coughs> Alright, so we are we're three for three right now. Miracles but do happen. They do, and I think the next game you and I are gonna agree on as well. Sonora hosting Orlando. Sonora, easy. Yep. I'm I'm gonna take Sonora as well. Um Orlando, I, I don't know. I, I mean, imagine Orlando if they still had all of their players. Like, you're, you're starting to see, like, 
the emergence of Luis Mota. You've got Rafael Baez. Excuse me, sorry. Imagine imagine Orlando with Schmerman and Gerson and Rojas and Sandoval. Yeah, but I mean that's that's not the team they have, and and Orlando has. I mean, you might be talking about a playoff team if that if that's the case. Yeah. Yep. But in this in this matchup, give me Sonora yeah. all day. Oh no, I I agree. Okay, so the next game we might disagree on, maybe. All right, try me. Turlock, Turlock hosting Orlando or uh, Ontario. Oh, <laughs> that's a tough one, man, because. I've been so disappointed in in Ontario this year and as of late I've been I've been disappointed in Turlock so it's hard but I oh man this is so tough I'm going to go on a limb, and I'm going to say Turlock. Wow. Yeah. Well, the streak continues because I'm also picking Turlock. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not, you know, I'm just not so on Ontario this I mean, this year. I'm, I'm sold <laughs> on Ontario. Like, I think they're going to be that, like, fourth team that gets into the playoffs. But they're playing in Turlock. I mean, Turlock's a really, really tough place to play. Yeah, it is. It so, is. And, and you're looking way, at an Ontario team that's really inconsistent. Well, both teams are inconsistent. It's just well, right. But I'm saying, yeah. like, normally, if that was if that was the normal Ontario team that we're used to, and if that's the normal Ontario team that we thought we were going to have with, you know, Frank Tai with Uzi and, you know, um, Israel Cisse playing at their best and, you know, Chris Toll playing at his best, I would say this game's not even close. But because... But because Ontario is just so inconsistent and because as you pointed out Turlock is is really good at home and it's a really tough place to play I I just think Turlock wins this match yeah I mean I think it's going to be a close game normally games against or games in Turlock are decided by one or two goals so I I think Turlock wins by one um but I still see Ontario making the playoffs. So yeah, no, I do too. And you know, if based off of the way the West has been this year, they could easily make a run when it comes to playoff time. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So the next game, I, I, I think you and I are going to also agree on. Florida hosting Rochester. 
Yep. No doubt. Florida. Now, uh, you can pick Rochester if you want, and we can use that you have a cold as an excuse if you want. No, I'm good. Okay, Florida it is. All right, so the next game is my other game of the week. Florida Um, and Milwaukee. Well, that would be another one. I, I still think this game has huge playoff implications, so I would consider this to be more important Baltimore and Harrisburg in Baltimore yeah um you know this might be the first time we disagreed um, okay I'm going to take Baltimore at CQ Arena just because I know the way that they play and like we discussed before. <coughs> um, Harrisburg could have easily gone 0-3 on this um, road trip, so I gotta take Baltimore. Now, we're still gonna agree. I- I'm taking Baltimore as well. Um, they're playing in Baltimore. Not a lot of teams have had success in Baltimore. Now, granted, you've got Pat Healy, who's played in that arena before. Nelson Santana's played in that arena before. A lot of these guys have played in CQ Arena before. But at the same time, I I think you're going to see, I think you're going to see Baltimore want this game more. And yeah. they're going to want to finish the weekend one and one. Um, so I'm, I'm taking Baltimore. Yeah. Yep. All right. So the next game is going to be Dallas versus Tacoma in Dallas. Hmm. I'm not sold on either one of the these teams, to be quite honest. Um, if I have to choose, which I know I do, I'm going to take Tacoma. As am I. Uh, I am actually, this is, this is going to be the first game I go to where I have not watched Utica City or Syracuse play. Yeah. So, it'll be nice to just sit back and relax and watch this game right. as, a fan of, as a fan of the sport. Right. Um, with that being said, I'd like to see Dallas win, but yeah. at the same time, they're going to be coming off of a game against Utica a couple nights, the night before. Right. So they're gonna they're gonna be tired. So give me Tacoma in this game. Yep. All right. So far, we agree on everything. This is this is great. All right. Kansas City hosting St. Louis. Uh, well this one's difficult for me too because um, we saw what Kansas City uh, did against Harrisburg but then we saw what St. Louis did to 
Harrisburg too. So, oh man, um, I like the way Kansas City plays at home. Um, that's the only reason I'm going to go with Kansas City. Well, I too am going with Kansas City, and the reason why, and, and this is this is huge for for St. Louis. <coughs> they they're without. They're going to be without Tony Wall the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, he is actually going to... Play outdoor. Yeah, he's playing outdoor in Pittsburgh um, with former Syracuse Silver Knight Canardo Forbes. So that'll be cool to see them together. Yeah. Um, but Tony Walls was huge for St. Louis. That's, yeah. Um, That's so, a- I mean, the question, the question then is, who's going to replace that offensive output that Tony Walls gave them? I well, mean, that's going to be putting a lot of pressure on Daduka and Lucas JP Thomas. Lucas. Uh, and then another thing, uh, Corey Adamson is now on loan to the Orlando Seawolves. So there's another guy that's been, been a proven force in the MASL. He's going to be playing in Orlando the rest of the year. So I, I think Kansas City has enough firepower uh, to win this game. No, yeah, I, I agree. Okay. So let's see what else we got. Um, so Sunday, we've got Mesquite hosting Tacoma. Oh. Um, I'm going to take Tacoma. Well, well, well. This is where we disagree. And how did I... It had to happen. Uh, I'm going to take the skeet in this one. Um, we saw, we've seen Tacoma do this trip. I think they did it a few months ago, and I think they lost both games. If yes. I remember correctly. Yeah. So, I mean, they're coming off of a game against Dallas the night before. Yep. Um, facing a Mesquite team that has a few extra days rest because their game against Utica is on Thursday. Yeah. I, I just see I see Tacoma just not playing flat but I think Mesquite is going to realize that hey, we have a shot at possibly making the playoffs and we need to do something Whoa. now. To play devil's advocate, though, I think you could say the same thing about Tacoma. Because, oh, absolutely. Because if you're not, let's face it, we're into the second half of the season now. So, if you're not playing every game with the mindset of we're, we're trying to make the playoffs within reason. I mean, obviously if you're not in contention, you're not having a mindset, but if you're a team like Tacoma and Mesquite, you both have the mindset of, hey, we have to win this game because it could be the difference between making the playoffs and not making the playoffs, and I'll, I'll even take it one step further, this is a team that I could see in the playoffs. 
So, I mean, you know, they could very well see each other in the playoffs if they both make the playoffs. Um, do I think that's going to happen? No. But it is possible. Yeah. Well, I, but I, I just, I, I think the extra days of rest will benefit the skate more. <laughs> um, so I, I think that gives them the, the slight advantage. Plus, they're at home. Now, right. if this game was in Tacoma, give me Tacoma. But Right. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the home team. Yeah, no, I mean just it it could go either way to be honest. I mean Yep, you're right. Alright. So now let's talk about your game of the week. Yeah. Milwaukee at home against Florida. Well, I mean obviously Milwaukee has a really bitter taste in their mouth. Um, what better way to get rid of that taste than playing the number one team in the East at home with your brand new keeper. Um, that being said, I'm going to take Florida. Well, You'll be happy to know that one of us picked Milwaukee. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the wave at home. Um, I I think you know what after for, for once I hope for what's once, that? For once I hope you're right. Ah, me too. Um, because I kind of want to see Utica be that number one seed in order for that to happen. Milwaukee would have to win this game. Anyways, um, no, I think I think Juliana Oliviero is going to turn this team around and use that yeah. game against Harrisburg as a teaching tool. Well, uh, I think it all comes down to how are they going to play defensively because this Florida team can score goals left and right. So if we oh, don't, absolutely, and and. We'll, we'll see how Florida's depth is. I mean, the Florida lost Matt Clare uh, for the rest of the season. Yeah. So, I mean, who, who replaces Matt Clare? I think Matt Clare had like 13 or 14 goals so far this season. Yeah. And I, I think I think you're going to see uh, more, more goals scored from Antonio Manfoot. I think you're going to see him play a bigger role in And like I told you before, what a better what a better way for Joey Capito to start his career with Milwaukee than to face a team like Florida. If he can come if he can come away with the win I mean how he, how huge is that for Joey and the wave? I mean yeah, I, I think I think it's going to be a close game, uh, one or two goals. Um, but I, I think Milwaukee at home. Um, I mean, the last time these two teams met in Milwaukee, it was an overtime loss for the Wave. Yeah. So and plus they they still have a lot to play for. I mean, well, they're they're fighting for that playoff spot as well. I mean, so I think every win counts. Um, and Milwaukee wants it more. 
So yeah. give me give me the wave. Well, as at this point, it is, you know, we already know Florida's in the playoffs. It's, you know. Yeah. It's, the, it's pretty much where they're going to be seated in the playoffs. Well, right. At this point, are you going to be number one or number two? Right. Exactly. So, All right. So the final two games are out west. Um, I think they're on Monday. <laughs> um, we've got Ontario hosting San Diego. Um. Wow. I'm, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is this is going to be a, a fun one. You know. Well, Ontario, they they have proven they don't always keep the lead at home. So, I'm going to take San Diego. Yeah. I, I'm going to take San Diego as well. But, I would put the Sockers on upset alert. Like, I oh, could, absolutely. I yeah. could see this being a trap game for them. And I could see Ontario winning by like two or three goals. I agree. Um, and and if you if you were to see that, I think that would just boost the confidence of Ontario, and we'll see a different Fury team going forward. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, if you can get a a win at home, then like you just said, that's monumental. For Ontario. Um, yep. But I don't think it'll happen. No, I, I don't. I don't either. Um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to take San Diego as well. Um, so the final game is a battle down south uh, Monterey versus Sonora. I believe it's in Monterey. I'm going to take Monterey. I too am going to say the Flash. But, once again, I could see this going the way of Sonora. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I agree with you. <coughs> um, and, and as of right now, Sonora's still in the running. And, and yeah, they're not. Any of, these, any of these teams, I mean, unfortunately, Dallas isn't in the mix. But any of the other teams, Mesquite, Sonora, Sherlock, Cal, Tacoma, Ontario, any of these teams still have like a decent chance of making the playoffs. Well, and you could say the same thing in the <coughs> um the the Eastern Conference. Um say Louis is still there. Kansas City is still there. It's an out outside shot, but it's still there. Um, yeah, I mean, but in, but in the East, you're you're fighting for one spot. Out West, there's two spots right. that are just waiting for someone. Right, so, right. So, yeah, I mean, Monterey's going to win this game, but, I mean, there's, there's always that chance that Sonora just comes into Monterey and just 
ekes out a victory. And and like I said about Ontario San Diego, if Sonora ends up winning this game, imagine what it would do to their confidence. I mean, yeah, I mean, especially I mean, especially going into the end of the month when Utica comes to town. I mean that those two games. I am so excited to watch Utica well, versus Sonora. And I mean, Sonora has proven that they can be dangerous. So, I mean, yeah, I would not at all be surprised if if Sonora can somehow win this game. Like you said, that's a huge confidence booster for them going forward. Absolutely. Um. All I can say is buckle your seatbelt, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be one heck of a week this week. I mean, we've got, we've got a lot of, like, meaningful games. Um, I mean, Harrisburg, Baltimore, San Diego, Baltimore. Yeah. San Diego, Ontario, Milwaukee, Florida. I mean, every, every game is going to be interesting, I think, this week. Top to bottom. Do you think in Milwaukee, now that we have a guy like Joey, do you think that you will see um, better defense from the Wave? I I mean, I hope so. I, I, I really do. Um, I'm, I'm going to say yes. <clears throat> um, but it, it'll be... <coughs> we'll, we'll definitely learn a lot about the Wave this week, especially with, with Florida coming to town. Um, yeah. I mean... I said it before. Um, yeah, I said it before, you know, if... If Milwaukee wins this game, it's... Now Milwaukee's right back in the mix for championship talk. Right now, I don't think they are. I mean, yeah, we can talk. We can talk playoffs, a, a playoff caliber team. But like, we don't know much about the the goalie situation. I mean, we'll we'll find out a lot more this week. Well, but as of right now, it, it's kind of up in the air. Well. I think on on paper it's it's Joey Capitos gives you that stability. I mean if I mean yeah, if if he gives you stability, that's gonna take a lot of pressure off of Ian Bennett, Max Ferdinand. Uh, I mean, you you name, I mean, LSO, Marcia Leite. It's going to take pressure off of those guys so they won't have to score as well, much. Well, right, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> if, if, Joey Capinos, if Joey Capinos gives up five goals this weekend, I see Milwaukee winning. Well, and I will say, say this. I mean, if you think about it, it's one of those things that really um, a lot of these offensive guys were 
having to play a lot of defense too because they wanted to well not necessarily wanted to but had to bail out their keeper a lot so I think you're going to see a lot of your offensive guys feel better about staying forward rather than tracking back so much um because again nothing against Matt but <coughs> when when he he came into the game against Harrisburg his distributions were not good at all and it's just you can't play that on experience. You know how to di- distribute the ball. Um, you know, like you said, it'll be interesting, and it's really going to tell us a lot about the wave. If they lose this game, Milwaukee could easily be on the outside looking in, which is absolutely crazy to say. But I could very well see Milwaukee having to scratch their way into the playoffs if they lose against Florida because let's not forget they still have to travel to San Diego. So yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll 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 learn a lot about certain teams this week and, yeah. and then you and I are gonna do this all again next week and have lots to talk about. Well, I apologize for not being able to talk very much. I did my best. I really did. Oh my but gosh, you you did awesome. Yeah, um I <coughs> I had trouble towards the end there, but um you did fine. I'm on antibiotics for the next six days and my priority is to be able to go to my two high school games this weekend because we're now into the playoffs. So oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Very nice. Hopefully I'm not coughing like a maniac, but I'm going to go to the games regardless. And you have fun on your fantastic road trip. I'm sure I will hear all about it next week. Oh, I'm, I'm sure we'll be talking sometime this week while I'm there. So, Are we going to try to get a guest on next week? I'm, I'm up for it if you are. Well, you were the one boasting about how you got Everton on the show, even though I did <laughs> I'll see. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, I told see, any... you, you thought I forgot about that, didn't you? No, I didn't. No. No, I... Uh... I mean, we'll, we can ask him. I said anytime he wants to come on, he just has to let me yeah. know. So if anyone wants to do it, they're more than welcome to. <laughs> um, no pressure. Right, right. So, Well, hey, man, I, I'm going to let you go here so I can rest my voice. But um... Yeah, I got to be up in eight hours. It's, it's weird. I have tomorrow off, but yeah, I have to get up super early to check in yeah. for my my flight on what are on Thursday. So. No, yeah. Well, hey man, 
if you want to play hard, you got to work hard. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, then I'll sleep hard. Once I check in, I'm going back to bed. Yeah, there you go. See? Yeah. Good game plan. Good game That's plan. That's right. All right, buddy. Well, you take it easy. All right. We'll talk soon. All right. See ya. All right, bye.